You're listening to the Jake and the Fat Man Podcast. This is how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. It's time for the next episode of the Jake and the Fat Man Podcast. I'm your co-host, Matt the Fat Man Bowers, joined alongside my co-host, Jake Plum. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long time coming. We've had a little bit of a break here with lambing season and everything coming up. Uh, We hope you had a great Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now sale season. Look at So you hit on it, taking a little bit longer break than what we planned on. We've had a lot of stuff going on, you know, in the last 60 days. You're getting adjusted to your new job with Die Real Estate. How's that going? Oh, it's going great, Jake. Uh, Die Real Estate and Land Company, it's been a great fit. Uh, It's like a giant family here, Devin and his wife, Kylie, and we're really hitting it off, and it's it's just an all-around great fit. Former guest... Former that, guest. that had some awesome information. Whether you're interested in real estate or not, uh, that was something everybody could have taken something away from that episode. Yeah, I just loved his mentality on it. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's what separates him very, uh, in my mind. Very smart individual. Uh, some big things are happening here at Die Real Estate and Land Company. They purchased a new office, and with that new office, Jake and I gained a studio. Yeah, it's uh, pretty high-tech. You know, we're we're approaching, uh, last time we left off, lambing season was starting to come in full swing. Went pretty good for us. We had our couple troubles, but uh, Thunder did pretty good. There was a couple times we had to call in for some help when I was at work and stuff. That went pretty good. You know, it sounded like lambing season went pretty good for people. Those people that got right there in that three-day window in Ohio when it was like minus 15 was the temperature, let alone the wind chill. I'm definitely glad we was the week after that. Some good weather for lambing. I had a great lambing season. I didn't lose a single lamb, no issues in the barn, no nothing. Yeah, you kept the boat that you you rent face out to. and uh, I got a a tri-tune that belongs to Will Club Lambs. Check them out. And the... uh, Stock trailer that's still packed up from the county fair last year made it through. Oh, my goodness. Last August uh, was our county fair, and I still got everything in there. I took the fair box out of there because, you know, didn't want the all the goodies inside to get frozen. But uh, we're moving into this new office today, and I was telling I was telling everybody there, I was like, this is like one of my least favorite things to do is to move. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'll never sell my house because I don't want to move again. We're moving in here, and I, I told him, I said, you want to know how much I hate moving? My sheep trailer is still packed from the county fair. Yeah, where we record at in your sheep office over there. I've seen it. It's uh, got everything in. Last time I was over there, I said, uh, you might want to take some of them freezables out. That way you don't end up with a mess inside. But uh, 
we were flirting with cold weather there before I got that fare box in, and that was that was quite uh, the task to get that out of there without unloading the rest of it. It'd probably have been less effort just to unload the whole trailer. Yeah, but you might not know where it was at then. Now you know it's all in the trailer. That's right. All joking aside, though, uh, I mean, it's been it's been a while since we've been on here, folks, and uh, we've missed uh, uh, doing them. And oh, absolutely. Uh, we appreciate our our listeners hanging on and and, and all the kind words of encouragement uh, they had for us when we we let them know we're headed back to the studio this week. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty cool to see all those notifications and yeah. and text and snaps and stuff that came through and I'm like, man, I'm not advertising for a sale. I'm not posting anything in any groups. Well, you had put picture of us with our swag from the farm printing store the farm printing.com folks head on over there get some swag get your merch from jake and the fat man podcast jordan butler does an amazing job die real estate land company is actually in the talks with her and we're going to try and have her set up a store for our company here i don't think you can get much better than jordan oh no 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 uh folks uh all all kidding aside and you know head on over there because she's got boatloads of stores for all of your favorite sheep people, you know, just anything. And if, you, if you're if you a cattle person, hog person, goat, it don't matter. Get a hold of Jordan Butler at thefarmprinting.com. Uh, she can set you up with a merch line in your own store right there on her website. Look it up. It's thefarmprinting.com. And while you're there, head on over to the Jake and the Fat Man podcast store. Uh, get you some cool swag. We'd love to see you wearing it at all the big sales we're going to this year. Yeah, uh, you know, we was talking about the apparel. I put on a lot on my first online sale of one item while that penny bid, because I didn't set a minimum on it, <laughs> that penny bid uh, hit real quick. And then there was like 10 cent increments. And I'm like, ooh, might have messed that one up. I seen it. I got on there and it was your choice, one piece of apparel, anything off of our store there on the farmprinting.com and, uh, I got on there. It was like a dollar ten. I was like, "Well, that's a bargain, Jake." I started bidding on it. I told my wife, "I said if I can get one cheaper, I'm going to get her." Right. You know, and that that ended up bringing pretty good money. So, uh, loyal listener there purchased that. Yeah, Adam Zirkel bought that, and he also bought a lamb in the sale. You know, so a special shout out to him and his family. I know they listen. And I've been able to meet them a couple times in person. Super nice people. I appreciate your support there, Mr. Zirkel. We had our first online sale here. I think it was the 27th. Things went pretty good. I told myself I was going to look at it at 8 o'clock, and now I'll look at it again at 2.30, and I had people text me saying, well, your lambs are are bringing decent money, and I just thank you and try to answer phone calls and texts, whatever, and I was as, as honest as I could be in the description. People call. And that's one of the things that I appreciate as a buyer. I call somebody and they say, well, I like all these things, but this one spot concerns me a little bit. And that's how I tried to treat uh, anybody that called or my descriptions, you know. You know, honesty and transparency go a long way. And that's one way who have returned customers. And I've been on the opposite end of that deal where they're not honest. And they're kind of buyer beware with the online sales. I mean, they've come a long way. Yeah. 
they're a lot better, I think, you know, and there's there's still some that you can say, man, oh, I'm not sure that sheep really looks like that. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to go out and win a county fair or win, you know, compete at jackpots, win the state fair, you need to go out and look at sheep. Right. You have to. I like it. You can't just go off a picture. You can. You know, it better be somebody you know you can trust. There's probably a few handful of people out there that you... Uh, I've been burnt by that I, I'll never buy another sheep off of them. You don't want to be that guy. Uh, that's one way to lose return customers or to get a bad name. So with you doing that, you know, your honesty and your transparency, you know, just you being an all-around nice guy, Jake, I mean, that, that says a lot for you. I just think we need more of that in the sheep industry and these online sales. Yeah. Uh, and now if, you, if you're looking at one, I mean, reach out to somebody you know that does a lot of traveling. If you're looking to buy one out of state or something like that, uh, get a hold of them. Get their honest opinion on it. A year ago, uh, Justin Park asked me if I wanted to go out west and look at sheep. And I thought I had a decent eye for sheep. But after you see about 1,500 to 2,000 baby lambs in a three-day span, your, your eye changes. And then this year, some people knew that it, I went on that trip and uh, I got some texts and some calls about, hey, where's you at this place? Did you notice this lamb? I like the photos. I don't have a real class eye, but I think at least I can tell them what I think, honestly, and it doesn't vary too often. I would highly recommend, you know, and so far this sales season, these online sales, it's not getting cheaper. No, no. It's not getting cheaper. They're bringing good money. The quality's good. Don't get me wrong. The quality's good, but they're bringing they're bringing a lot of money. Yeah, especially you know. when you're working on a a trash man's budget. Mm, try to get some overages or something just so I can afford feed on these things. Yeah, you think uh, grain prices probably? I think that has something to do with the prices of some of these livestock. You know where they're at, like especially the show. I mean, not just your your feedlot stuff, like your your show animals, I think uh, there's a lot of people out there who's got a little extra money maybe because of the grain prices the way they are and uh, business is good. And Yeah, I mean, there's most of the people that are in the show industry, I I would just venture out and say 85, 90% of them have an outside income. You know, there's breeders out there that, and they might be just a sheep breeder or just cattle breeder or whatever. But there's outside money, and, you know, the people that are smart with their money have some extra money with all the bullcrap the government's done and stuff. I think that's a driving force in it a little bit, and the grain prices definitely is a driving force. The biggest thing that I think is, and I don't know this for a fact, the cattle numbers, I can just say it from our national level type county fair, numbers are gradually going down and they're not going necessarily to pigs they're going to lambs and goats there's quite a few families that are it's going to be their first year in the sheep barn and yep. i'm pretty yep. excited for that absolutely i mean they're good stock people you know and and not just at our fair but it seems like those are the people i want to come into our barn oh for sure for sure because they're stock people and I'm all for, I don't care who you are. I don't, I guess I'm, I'm probably a little different than a lot of people, whether you're my competition or not at a show, 
if there's anything I can do to help you, I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the same. And, uh, and on that same aspect there, Jake, I mean, I'm all for more competition. Well, I've always told Sandra, if we're ever fortunate enough to win the county fair or win a big fair show, I want everybody to be on their A game. You know, and I think, you know, it gives a shout out to you and uh, Riley this year because I think the top end of uh, the top end of our show this year was it was pretty good. I can say it's the best set of lambs we've had, you know, and a couple other families I could say the same for, you know, so that's props to you guys. And that that's just good competition. You know, you don't you don't have to not talk to people and that and that's a. Our old buddy Ron Waldron, pet peeve. Oh, Ron Waldron, there, you know, drench him, drench him with unicorn piss, and feed him foo foo fairy dust. Oh yeah, uh, he's a big supporter of the show, uh, and he's a good friend of ours now. Uh, you've known him a lot longer than I have, yep. but uh, he reaches out to Jake and I uh, quite often there on the Facebook, and he wants us to cover pet peeves and of uh, the show livestock. Yeah, know. and that's a uh, since we don't have a guest tonight. That I'm going to say that's my pet peeve. Oh, no. You just told everybody we don't have a guest. They all tuned out. Well, probably. <laughs> listen probably. These, listen to these two podunk yeah. guys from Allen County, yep. Ohio. National level show, bud. My pet peeve is these people that aren't willing to help other people that are either, even if they're just getting started or if they're very competitive. You see a lamb falling off a stand. You hustle over there and help them put it back up. Little small chat, and then you go back to what you're doing. That's one of the things that I take a great pride in, and I I try to tell any of the kids that my own kids or nieces, nephews, friends that you got to do it as a barn. Because if you're an asshole, well then the next person's going to be an asshole. Be the nice person to be able to push it on. You know, it's not too much ranting and raving, but... So this week, uh, I'm going to cover my county fair pet peeve. All right. And our county fair, in its defense, has come strides and bounds from where they were 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Because when I first started there, you weren't allowed to help another kid. Right. If you weren't a family member, you weren't allowed to help them. Because there was... uh, I remember our first year there, maybe our, it was our second year there, uh, there was a young man trying to uh, fit the legs on a sheep, and uh, he didn't know how to. He just stopped shearing right there, right. and they didn't yep. blend them. So I went over, and I did the off-show side on a leg, and I kind of showed him how, how we do it. And then I said, you could do the show side, the profile side. I'll do the off side, and, and I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. Well, after I did that, the, the young man, you know, he appreciated that. His family weren't real big into the showing. Uh, he had some other people there helping him. So he fit the, the show side. And a little bit later, somebody come up to me and says, you can't do that. You're going to get disqualified, this and that. I said, whoa, you're telling me I can't help somebody else, share a little knowledge with them. You're talking about kicking us out or kicking that kid out. I said, don't kick that kid out. I, I'll, you know. I'll go home. I'll go home. You know, my kids would have been up a shit creek without a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, don't 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 penalize that kid because I was trying to help him. And, and since then that rule has been changed. Yep. Uh rightfully so because I think uh, that's kind of what 4H and FFA and uh this whole deals about is being able to help each other. 
That's my pet peeve. Yeah. And uh, I'm a fair board member. You are? Yeah. In Allen County. You and your like-minded individuals on the fair board is, is the reason why this county fair is getting, getting yeah. better and better every year. You know, I do have to agree with uh, Ryan Rash. He's got two rules that he wants for all shows. They don't start until noon, and there's no rules. I have a little bit of abbreviation. I don't care about the start time. But my theory is always, if a rule is black and white, then have it. If it's not black and white, don't have the rule. Because all you're doing is punishing the people that are going to be how they interpret the words in the rule. The next person could interpret it differently. The people enforcing it could interpret it a third different way. Yes. So who's right? Well, at the end of the day, the people enforcing it are the ones that... They have the final say. They, they have They're the, the final say. Right? Correct. Correct. And, you know, right, wrong, indifferent, that ain't much different than life. You know, at the end of the day, your boss has the final say. Right. You know, so I don't hate that, but don't have gray rules. Like, yeah. don't have gray rules. And that's the big, that's my biggest complaint of anything. So that's covering our pet peeves, and I kind of stayed at a county fair level, and it's not not just our county fair because I've been to other oh. county fairs uh, where you know they have rules. I'm not just singling out our county. No, you can no. go to another county fair, uh, and they have similar rules to you know other I, county fairs. And I just I didn't go this year, but uh, I've gone previous couple of years, not the COVID year, but to the. Ohio Fair Man or Fair Managers Conference in Columbus, and I start listening to some of these other county fairs about their complaints and how do you fix this? How do you fix that? I was with our 4-H extension lady at one of them, and I turned to her and I was like, "Man, people in our county think we have problems. These people are like they don't have a clue." One of my thoughts is, and it's just my thought. If you're not trying to get better, you're okay with getting worse. And that's something that, as a fair board member, as a coach, as a 4-H advisor, as a parent, I try to live by. Speaking of our county fair and you being on the county fair board yep. there, Jake. Yep. Big news happened at the Allen County Fair. Yeah. Hardy. Is coming to perform. Yep. A little over 9,000 total tickets. And it took, by the time everything cleared, took less than 20 minutes to sell it out. Here's my goal. is for Jake and the Fat Man to get an interview with Hardy yeah. at the county fair. Yeah. I think, I, you know, I talked with Troy, our uh, fair manager, a little bit. And about what Hardy, what the VIP tickets included. And I was like, ah. I'm just going to put in for a media pass to talk to him. So let's be hopeful that we might be able to get a little snippet with Hardy come August. That would be amazing. So here's the deal. I talked to Troy too. Troy's a great person. Uh, he's, you know, I consider Troy a friend. He's and, doing good stuff. And he's, he's our fair, our Allen County fair manager. Yep. Uh, he runs the deal there year round. And, uh, kids got a huge future. Oh, he does. He does. He does. And he comes from a, a livestock yep. agricultural background. Yep. Uh, his dad, old Scotty Too Hotty, Scott yep. Elwer, 
ag teacher, been in the you know FFA teacher and everything there at Delphus uh, schools. But uh, I talked to old T-Roy there, and I said, hey, think we can make it happen where it's Jake and a fat man banner on the main stage for Hardy, and uh, I think I got shot down for that. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't think our revenue's quite high enough. If anybody out there can reach out to Hardy, tell him he needs to meet up with the Jake and the Fat Man podcast at the Allen County Fair, reach out. Absolutely, absolutely. Somebody out there's got to know Hardy. Oh, yeah. Somebody graduated high school with him or or their cousin's brother, uh, girlfriend's fiance dated his ex-brother-in-law or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, we could go down a real rabbit hole. Are we doing like six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Okay. Here, six just, degrees to Hardy? Just follow along All a little right, bit. I'll, I'll try to track the best I can. Okay. Craig Smirsel, run for a million. Yeah, Craig Schmirsel. His, his dad lives just his, not too far over here. His dad's my dad's neighbor. Yep. He's married to my wife's uncle's sister. Okay. Okay. Well, Craig. Craig's wife was in the episode of Yellowstone. Yep. That's where I'm getting Yellowstone. Taylor, whatever his name is, that's doing the run for a million. He's putting on the run for a million. Yellowstone, 1937, 1823. Well, guess who was on Yellowstone? Laney Wilson. Laney Wilson. Guess who's been with Hardy singing some songs? Laney Wilson. We're, yeah. we're in like Flynn. Yes. We, we just got to. We gotta make them connections happen. <laughs> yeah. That's a long way to go. We're gonna try it. We're gonna try to get Hardy so to I come need, so come to go, out with a don't suck t shirt. Okay, so that's we, the goal. So we need to talk to my dad's neighbor. Yep. To talk to his son. To talk to his son. To talk to his wife. To, to talk, talk to, to Yellowstone people. Yep. yep Taylor. To talk to Laney Wilson. Yep. To talk to Hardy. Yeah. I it sounds it sounds easy. Yeah. We we got a connection right. there. Right. We're close. Like I said. We'll get the interview in the Don't Suck t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, you know, we brought up the revenue stuff. Uh, we do get a little kickback on the merchandise stuff. We've been in talks with Jordan Butler about putting the kickback that we get. And it, it's not a lot, but it's a little bit about putting towards her uh, shows that she puts on there. The Banbury Memorial, you know. So all proceeds, pretty yes. much. It's get, it's going back to the kids. It's going to go back to the kids for yep. the show she puts yep. on, which is an amazing show. I, I would put that show up against any place in the country. I'd put her running a show up against anybody running a show in the country. Yes, yes. I I mean, we b- both involved in our showdown here, and it, our little show compared to that show. She, she shows up with Flynn, and I'm like, man, she just brings nerves because. She's that damn good. Yeah, she know. Does, they do. Her and her people, they do an amazing job yeah, down there. Yeah, they do real good. And that's the Mark Banbury, uh, we call it the Mark Banbury Classic. Yeah, I think it's Memorial, but we, we tend to give different names for different things. And that's that Mark Banbury, man. He was he was a very influential person mm-hmm. uh, in the market lamb industry. Still got three daughters in the business. Yeah. All three daughters are in the business. Uh Jamie is married to Greg Beatty. Yep. Taylor dates uh Derek Adam. Madison is part of BHL and That's Banbury Hayers. Yep, Banbury Hayhurst livestock. And 
I'll tell you, if uh, showmanship, there's not a better group in the state than that group for showmanship. They do they do a real nice job. It's it's nice to see a friend of the girls continuing on a legacy. Right. Well, you know, Jake, I think we need to address a couple other things. Yeah. That's been going on here since uh since our break. Something I've been dreading talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh y'all have met Andy through our podcast, Andy Kennedy. Yep. Uh tragically, Mr. Andy Kennedy, great friend of ours, uh, is no longer with us. Yeah. December eleventh, passed away. Um been hard. Real hard. He he was the brains behind Kennedy family livestock. His he, bra- he was the brains behind this operation. Too. Yeah. There's a lot of people that showed up for his funeral and stuff. Uh, a lot of text messages. We Matt and I had actually talked about recording there the next week, and I told him at the funeral, I was like, man, I can't, I can't do no podcast right now. Right. We were... Well, we we had already had it scheduled to do one before this had happened, and yep, uh, we just it wasn't in us to do it, and that's part of the reason why we've been on a hiatus here for a little while, folks. And a little it's, longer than we'd liked, but it, it's tough. I mean, it's real tough, and uh, that's not something I'm comfortable talking about, or nobody. I don't think anybody's comfortable talking about it, but I think it's something that needs to be talked about. I'd like to thank everybody that. That showed their support. Yep, absolutely. Reached out to uh, us or the family. Um, yeah, and we're we're got some plans in the works. Not on at the county fair, you know, to uh, to honor Andy, and then uh, you know we're going to continue on with the showdown. He was the brain behind that. Yep, he ran. He, he ran a lot of a lot of that show, didn't he? Yeah. So uh, any of our sponsors out there for the showdown, I apologize. I'm not near the marketing guy that he was about sharing your stuff. and We're going to do the best we can. Yes. Uh, I I just also want to throw this out here to Julie and Don. Yep. And Sean and the rest of the Kennedy family. Uh, we love y'all. We're still thinking about y'all. Every day. Yeah. We miss you, Andy. Absolutely. So uh, I'd always told Andy that, you know, I think this AI and flushing is the only way to go to really advance your program. He AI'd up at your place. I don't know. It's been six years ago now. Had terrible results. They took a couple years off. AI'd again. Terrible results. Terrible results again. Last year, they AI'd. I'm going to say they had okay results for like 2010. But not for 2022. No. They had about 40%. You bring you 2023 know. into it? This lambing This season. lambing crop, they had more triplets and quads. They had too good a success. It, it all caught up. I've been over there, looked at the lambs when they're little. Been over probably eh, about every two weeks to look at them. Do have to give a shout out to Jordan Marks and Mel Marks. Marks Genetics. Marks Genetics. Uh, 
helping Andy and Sean out on getting their program on track. They have two lambs that they're putting up for sale. Another buddy of mine says the one's the best one he's seen all year. Now, we like different type of sheep. I really appreciate what that U is. Kid you not, she's got a 55-gallon drum as a body. Her ribs big, hips are big. She might not be the show you of the group, but she's going to make some studs. Karen always said, hips don't lie. Yeah, yeah. Now, the other you, probably top 10 of the, I don't know how many sheep I've seen this year. She, she's the show sheep, and like for me, she's a donor type sheep. And they're selling uh, on SC Online uh, March 7th under the Mark's Genetics Online sale. I encourage people to go and look at them in person. If they can't, uh, reach out. I've I just seen them this past week. They have a nice little weather lamb that I was pretty high on early in the year. He's growing like I thought he was going to. They're going to continue the flock. You know, that was kind of a question everybody asked. Well, what are they going to do with the sheep? And uh, they're going to continue it, but or give myself, or I know Jordan Marks has seen them. Give Sean Kennedy a shout on Facebook. But they're they're real nice. And I encourage people to go look at them. So three of the lambs on on the March genetics sale yep. coming up is from the Kennedy Show lambs. Yep, they're that'd be that'd be Andy and Sean. Yep, they're good sheep, folks. Take a look at them. Look them over, but don't overlook them. Correct. Going to transition here a little bit. Uh, speaking of sales, yeah, uh, I don't really. I go to the farms and try to find them first, and I don't really watch online sales a whole lot, but I have been here lately. Yeah. Sugar Creek Boys had a hell of a good sale. Yep. A couple of them. Yep. Uh, Harry Filippo's got a sale. Uh, It would be this Saturday from when we're recording. That's uh, Powell Creek Club Lambs. Yep. So that would be March 4th. That guy raises some hellers. Uh. Won the Indiana State Fair last year with a sheep out of their barn. Uh, Natty, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, I got to get down to see old Johnny Schroyer's uh, lambs here coming up. Mm-hmm. That guy always has killers. You'll have to let me know how those truce lambs look. I'm excited about this. My question I have is, so, you know, everybody's got their sale platform they like to sell on. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people like to bid on certain sale platforms. They like to just bid yep. on them. Yep. Uh, so you've got Willoughby's, you've got SC. What's up with Showstock Planet, man? Uh, Showstock Planet just recently announced that uh, SC Online purchased them. Hey, I missed that. Yes, just here in the last week or so. Ryan Haybegger, I, I don't know. That's probably not how you announce Ryan Haybegger. Yeah, you got a little bit better voice, but uh, I seen it online that SC Online, they're going to continue with all the sales that were on Showstock Planet, and they're going to be listed there. And SC, uh, if you've been on SC lately, you're like, man, there's so many more sales on here. Well, you just combine two 
sale platforms. So, so did they merge? I think it was a buyout. Okay. That I think the way I read the Facebook post, it was a buyout. I guess I don't favor one over the other. As long as they text me when I'm out bid, I don't care. That's right. I ain't sitting there watching the friggin' screen. Well, and I, I was glad that, you know, I, I kept getting texts when I kept getting outbid on the Jake and the Fat Man swag. It's a nice little reminder. Yeah. And I, I and from a seller's standpoint, I think it that's a nice feature to have. Oh, yeah. Because it, dri- it drives some of the live competitiveness of a live auction. Well, what that is, Jake, that's just like a virtual ring man. Yep. You know, yep. You're, that's you're all it is. the person know they're out. You better bid again. You're out. Yep. And the clock restarted. These online sales are, I think they're the way to go from a breeder standpoint. Uh, I know everybody's busy at, from a buyer standpoint, I encourage everybody to go look at sheep, go look at whatever the stock you're trying to buy. Like we said earlier, they ain't getting cheaper. No. I tell you what, Jake. I think back in the day, I I thought about trying to compile or uh, make some kind of website to where it was a yep, home. I remember this. It was a home site. Uh, you could just go to one website, and it had all the current sales going on. So, and you had links to the sales on yep. this one website. I I still think that would be nice. You'd have Willoughby's or SCs, and at the time, you'd have Showstock yep. Planet. Uh, instead of bouncing back and forth between all the websites, have one central website and all the sales were linked right there. And, you know, by date, you know, it didn't matter whose sale it was, but it was right there. And you could bounce back and forth right there from that one website and uh, maybe have some kind of split screen option going on there. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I don't have a computer in my house, so everything I do is on the phone. There was one night I was watching two different sales. So I had on my iPhone, I had a window on those two sales and then a window on SC and Willby to be able to check and see what other sales were doing. You know, it's just kind of, kind of a pain really. So if you had one website that could host yep. everything yep. or, you know, just link it a, up. A direct link to direct it would be awesome. To it and then yep. it, allow it to split screen yep. uh, right there in its own website. Yeah, and if I, I still don't think there's anything out there like that. If there is, they're not doing a very good job of marketing it. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like a six-year-old idea that Matt has. And I still think that it would be phenomenal. So if anybody out there think is thinking about doing that, uh, reach out to us. We'd like royalties. We'd like royalties. Yeah, we're trying to upgrade some of our uh, sound equipment and stuff. So is this uh, by us announcing or uh, bringing that idea out? Is that some kind of? Oh, that this will be time stamped, right? Yeah. If so anybody out after like, this, we'll win in the U.S. Supreme Court for sure. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Anything, what else we want to cover here, Jake? What's coming up in our future here? Uh, Got some live sales coming up. Jake will be out there at the Midwest Elite yep. and Premier 10. Yep. I'm going to try and make it out. Uh, not sure yet on my scheduling. I've got a lot of auctions coming up. I yep. travel. I do about 20 Whitetails Unlimited auctions a year, plus uh, 
uh, help out some local auctioneers. And boy, we've been cranking out these farmland auctions here. Yeah. Been busy, busy, busy. Yeah. We uh, just sold 249 acres the other night here in Allen County. Brought pretty good money. Yeah, it did. The land auction still, still going strong. Uh, even with the interest rates the way they are, not it's not slowing things down there. So if you want to sell a farm, reach on out here to the fat guy. Yeah, fat man. You can reach me at uh, matt at dyerealestate.com. That's D-Y-E realestate.com. We're going to help the boys at Sugar Creek uh, in the show and sale at Midwest Leap Premier 10. They made the Premier 10 this year. Sonder just went over and helped them rough shear some their consignments and those sheep are looking pretty good um i always like going there because we get to see people from all over the country we have a uh a guest that's been or a person that's been suggested as a guest we reached out to them they said give us another month and it'll make the podcast better super excited about that one we have some plans for some guests, but until probably we get through that Midwest Elite time, you might just get me and the fat man. We have a bull breeder, breeder and owner of a top 10 bull. Another thing coming up, we uh, we don't want to leave out the select livestock services. They put on a hell of a sale out there for breeding sheep. Yes, out, absolutely. Out in Greenville. Uh, they have the Ohio Showcase sale. That's a sale, folks. I mean, yeah. Imagine the Midwest Elite and Premier 10. Of breeding sheep. But it's breeding sheep. Yeah. yeah. It is, it's an amazing time. It's in Greenville. Amazing facilities. You know, you got Danny Westlake and Gary Saylor and Pat Myers and uh, Jim Brandt. Yeah. They come and ask me to help them out with ringing the sale and such. And yep. I look forward to going out there every year because, you know, that's where my family got their start in the sheep business was breeding sheep back when I was a little kid, you know, when I was born, yeah. dad still had, dad had a flock of shrops. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where, how he got started in the sheep business. And, you know, when, when us kids got old enough, we were showing market lambs. We weren't in the breeding sheep anymore, but, but I still have a, I still have a love for the breeding sheep. Just, you know, it's a different, yep. it's a different animal than, you know, your market lambs. Uh, it's called the Ohio showcase sale folks. And I'm going to give you some information on it here. There's a lot of national level breeders that bring their stock there and they bring their best ones there. Me and the fat man's actually taking the camper down, hoping to get some content down there in Greenville. So uh, look for the the fat man as the ring man and uh, look for me walking around with some lattes. That's right. We're going to have the, uh, we'll have a studio set up in the camper Mm -hmm. for uh, Mm -hmm. us to do some interviews and such and Folks, first thing you can do is head over to Select Livestock Services uh, and like their Facebook page. They'll give you all the information you need. A lot of, lot of these breeding sheep, they have their national sale Yep. at this yep. event. Or regional sale also. Right. I know like the Dorpers have their regional sale at Ohio. Right. The Great Lakes sale. Ron Waldron and uh, Lobdell's put that on. And there's always real good high quality stuff there. Uh, but the Ohio Showcase sale itself is May 11th through the 13th, and I believe the the sales themselves they'll have a sale uh, uh, the 12th, and then they'll have another sale the 13th. And how that works is on the 11th they're going to show some sheep, and then on Friday 
they'll start selling. On Friday, May 12th at 10 a.m. in the Swine Building, they're going to have the Katahdins, and then they're going to have the National Tunis sale, the National Cordale sale, the National Lincoln and Natural Colored Lincolns. They're going to have the National Border Leicesters and the Natural Colored Leicesters. Worcester sauce. <laughs> I don't know why I'm riding the struggle bus here. Uh, they're going to have the National Merino sale. Uh, and then they have the Ramble, they'll have Rambolets, Columbias, uh, natural colored breeding sheep, uh, Pold and Horn Dorsets, Monodales, Cheviots, Texels, and then they'll have your weather sire and dams. And I tell you what, there's some good market, that's, market type. That's a place, there. that's a place to go and look. Folks, yeah. and a lot of people, I'm telling you, there's some good breeding animals there yeah. to buy in that. If you're a crossbred, or a market type breeder, there's some good ones there. There's, there's good breeding some, stock there and some that. real nice ewes that sell there. If you're looking for a hell of a nice cleanup buck or even lead sire, good place to look. It's a good place to look. Now on Saturday at nine o'clock in the cattle pavilion, they'll have the national South Down breeding sheep. Ooh, that'll be a big that's one. That's the that's the national sale for the South Down. And then they have the national Shropshires. Ooh. And then following that, they have the Suffolk, and then they have the Eastern Regional Hampshire Sale, Oxfords, and then the Great Lakes Region, Dorper and White Dorper yep. Sale. You know, and there's always some good ones in there. That's worth coming alone just to oh. meet Mr. Ron Waldron. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then you can probably even meet the real brains and the muscle behind that operation at East Star. You can meet Ollie. That's right. So, folks, that's an amazing sale out there in Greenville. And once again, the sales are Friday. Uh, it starts at 10 a.m., Friday, May 12th. And then uh, rounding out that sale on the 12th is the Weather Sires and Dams. And then on the 13th, Saturday at 9 a.m. in the Cattle Pavilion, you have your South Downs, your Shropshires, your Suffolks, your, your Hampshires, Oxfords, and your Dorpers and White Dorpers. Folks, there is high quality breeding stock here. Yep. Of all breeds, of all breeds. Now, they do have this live on the internet. You can bid live on the internet. There you go. That's through Breeders World. Okay. Roger Hunker. Oh, Roger yeah. Hunker. I, little suggestion Greenville, that's where my dad's family's from. They got a couple local restaurants. Uh, the Colonial. You want some real good tenderloin? French fries that are made like French fries, not McDonald's fries. That's the place to go. Made right sandwiches. The original made right, if you can get over the fact of having gum stuck to a brick wall, it's a a ground hamburger, browned hamburger. I don't know what seasoning they put on it, but that stuff is awesome. So you make it out there to Greenville, Make sure to look up those local places that you don't have everywhere. I never get a chance to get off the fairgrounds once I get there. Yeah. Working the sale and everything. And we're probably not going to get a chance to get out of there. Uh, we're going to try and record a handful of uh, podcasts. Yep. There. We're going to reach out to some people here before we get over there. Uh, I'm sure we're going to catch back up with Mr. Ron Waldron. Yep. We got we got something we talked with Ron yeah. there that we hope that we can pull off. And I think that will be something that will be It'll be real cool as long as we can pull it off. That's right. And we're going to try. The Ohio Showcase sale there in Greenville. 
Uh, we're also talking, we talked about the Midwest Elite Premier 10. Yep. Is that still out there in Lafayette? Yeah, and talk about a great facility. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to throw this out there. I went and looked at another local breeder's lambs. Yeah. Well, Herbie. Yeah. Herbert Show Lambs. He's got a bid board. Uh, He's got a bid board sale coming yep. up. Yep. Uh, you got to have your bids in by, I believe, the 10th or 11th of March. Okay. And then they'll do a final bid off over the phone. But them lambs are pretty damn good over there at yeah. Herbie's. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think uh, we're going to have to be wrapping this one up here. It's yeah. getting it's getting a little late here. i got to pick my daughter up from musical practice. Ooh. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Jake, tonight? No, I think... Uh... I'm excited about where the podcast is going, you know, stuff we're getting lined up. It's a little rough right now, getting time for people. Yeah, working working out these schedules with folks and uh, with lambing wrapping up and sale season kicking in here. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of our audience. And uh, we're still reaching out to some hog guys. We have some lined up, but they're yep. busy at the moment as well. They're in sale season also right now. You know, so our uh, our hog, our pork people... Pork peeps hanging there. Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, uh just want to make sure that uh if anybody's out there struggling or anything, please reach out. You know, if it's me or the fat man or anybody, you know, that you're connected to, reach out, they'll listen, you know, and talk it through. And at the end of the day, don't suck. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Don't suck.